I've been with the company um, four years, three months, eighteen days. Uh, took me a while to think about that. Yep, but I'm pretty sure that is the exact date. And it beggars belief that we are allowed to continue to exist at all. I suppose it doesn't beggar belief so much because I am doing this instead of. Uh, I- I'm not even sure. I-, I guess going to the public would be one step. Lighting the entire place on fire that would be another step. Although considering what the company is doing, I I have my doubts that fire would be so effective. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I was noticing weird stuff pretty frequently, even at the outset. Mostly in just how cheap the energy was, for one. I mean, we weren't officially <laughs> officially it was all geothermal, but whenever I looked at the maps and drove to quite a few of the sites, eighty percent of them are ghost sites, as in they they exist but aren't under active operation. Um, there's only a couple of real extraction and distribution centers. The one up in Winnipeg and the other down in Iceland. It's really just those two, which would only account for 15% of our production and thus a very small portion of the market share. Now, I say all that and initially it just sounds like you've got a corporate scam run it. And then, not really. Because you realize, of course, that Intercorp was, in fact, distributing electricity to everyone. Um, like, that wasn't a lie. Whatever routes were running up to the batteries were real, somehow. It's just that they were spidered just between those two locations. The rest of the corp was just being skeleton decoys. And I, I thought for a second that they could have been used for tax breaks. Then I looked at the tax codes a bit more, and it really made no sense to keep multiple inoperable sites open with such a large staff that were doing nothing more than just making the company seem less efficient than it actually was. No matter which way I parsed it, I couldn't make odds or ends of it. So I kept looking, looking a bit more. And <laughs> I finally weaseled my way into getting a clearance for accounting, deep-dived into the numbers. And fairly conspicuously missing were the costs associated with equipment maintenance. Not equipment or drill purchasing. All of those were in the logs. But maintenance? There was maintenance staff, sure, but whoever is in charge of this whole endeavor forgot to purchase maintenance supplies on a regular basis, which seems like a pretty obvious oversight, but I thank God that I found it. So, I kept looking over that, and I just thought it was real strange that we had this staff, these drills. We had these two active sites, powered being supplied solely for those two, but no maintenance, no actual maintenance was being provided to them, at least not according to the books. Didn't make any sense. With the amount of energy being poured out of this company, things had to happen, things had to work. And I couldn't define to myself a way that things worked at this company that actually made sense with the way I understood geothermal or just energy production in general. Ah, so I I kept watching the accounts and the anomaly just kept appearing and appearing and appearing. Never once any maintenance supplies. So I thought, then again, just another weird thing. 
I thought about troubling the government for a while, but it seemed significant enough that I just let it be. But the oddities still tugged at my heart. Like, there might have been some horrible safety mishaps going on at the well. Some disturbance, some decay that shouldn't have been happening that was happening just because real repairs weren't being done. So eventually, long story short, I boozed Greg into getting me clearance to the well over by Winnipeg. And yeah, so uh, I never got to see the pipes, mostly because the pipes don't exist. Not really, I don't think. Uh, you, um, you snake into a couple areas that you're not supposed to be in, and you see the staff, the, the real staff, which um, explains the budget that was going to security in both those locations, because you definitely didn't want anyone who wasn't all hush-hush with the company coming in. Um, because it generally, generally you have expectations of people working at an energy consultancy, or whatever you want to call it, you kinda expect those people to be human. I, I, I know, it, it's a weird assumption that you tend to make about things on this planet, where, you know, people, homo sapiens with kind of fleshy skin and, um, not, uh, chitinous husks that are on fire, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it feels kinda unnecessary, all the buildup I made to this. Um, well, I mean, it... It wasn't unnecessary, because unless I ran through the entire story, you'd think I was completely insane. But I don't have any words to describe what I saw there, but demons? <laughs> because I, I think about it, and I know I'm not the most learned or learned in biology or whatever, but I don't think there's any evolutionary reason for some creature to develop um, being on fire? That just seems like a massive energy consumption that a being that lived and breathed and ate, that just seems like something that would penalize them, biologically speaking. Uh, yeah, there were, I only saw a couple, but it, it all clicked together at that point. I got clearance one more time, dropped a few bugs, and I captured the footage, and very much, yeah, uh, these things are, well, it explains why the energy is so cheap, is what I'm saying. And I don't... I just wonder what sort of other things are going on behind Intercorp that I have no idea about, because I don't think that it would just be Mike and Co. who would know about this, considering how far and fast Intercorp has cornered the energy market. And I don't like where things are going, and I... I've got to figure out how to do this properly. Keep it as hush-hush as possible, of course. Because it is my sworn duty as a non-terrible person to get this out somehow. But I'm also, I, I must admit, uh, a bit of a coward. Just a little bit. And I don't really want to have people knocking on my door. And I open it to find out that they have guns pointed at me. Because I'm pretty sure that's what will happen if this ever gets traced back to me. So... I think all of this was more me thinking aloud to myself, and I, I know that this recorder is safe. I know that my own devices are safe, so long as there's no one already spying on me, which, considering that we're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars and maybe the infernal fate of the world, I, I, I severely doubt that this isn't being heard by someone, 
But if you are hearing me, and you are a human, I just have to ask, why? Because if hell is real, or any conception of hell is real, I don't understand how you could know about that and also be willing to sacrifice eternally your soul for money. It just... I just don't know how the math works out on that, and I urge you, if you are human and you think of yourself as a logical being, to look at that math yourself and, um, leave me be.